Today is the feast of the Holy Family, first Sunday in the octave of Christmas. Our readings today are taken from first reading from the book of Sirach, chapter 3, verses 2 to 6, 12 to 14. The second reading is taken from Paul's letter to the Colossians, chapter 3, verses 12 to 21. The gospel reading is taken from Matthew chapter 2 verses 13 to 15, 19 to 23. My brothers and sisters, today's feat is very important because it's rooted in the Holy Family. God created us in his image and likeness. He sent his prophets and priests to guide us on how to live. He prepared a garden for man to dwell in and made provision for man. But yet in all this, man failed to represent God, the image of God in their relationship in her life, in his life. So today, when God sent his son to save the world, Jesus came in the context of family to teach us relationship, family relationship. And the family relationship is God first, relating to God and also without neglecting the family. In the first reading of today, from the book of Sirach, we see God what we see what God intended for family. God set a father in honor over his children. A mother's authority he confirms over her sons. These prescriptions that even carry blessings were difficult to observe by man to achieve perfect peace in the family. It is good for us to examine these statutes in our family lives. To see the rules, God has a purpose for every member of the family. He has a purpose for the man, he has a purpose for the woman, and he has a purpose for children. Man being the disciplinarian, and mother being the nurturer, we can see that if we lack discipline, we will end up in chaos. And if we lack nurturing, we will not survive. God has made provision in the family from the beginning to the end. Hence, every member of the family must maintain their role to the end. He said, my son, take care of your father when he is old. Grieve him not as long as he lives. Even if his mind fails, be considerate of him. Revile him not all the days of his life. Kindness to a father will not be forgotten. Family planted against the dead of your sins, a house raised in justice to you. It is difficult to love a father who is a disciplinarian when the child perceives that the father is being mean. But yet, even the mother understands. See, 
Whoever honors his father is gladdened by children. Whoever reveres his father will live a long life. He who obeys his father brings comfort to his mother. The mother is the nurturer. The mother needs the husband. He needs the man. He needs everything that a man does, which are always not pretty when it comes to discipline. So when a mother nurtures the son, the children, and they respect their father, there is peace in the family. In the gospel reading of today, Christ, the incarnate son of God, was a baby needed to be protected by a father. And Joseph played this role. When Herod was threatening the life of Jesus, Joseph got a message in his dream to take the child and the mother and flee to Egypt and stay there until the Lord gives him another second command. Joseph did that. Joseph rose and took the child and his mother by night and departed for Egypt. And Joseph, in obedience to the will of God, as a man, provided that discipline and guidance for his family. And so Jesus' life was protected. In going to Egypt, that was to fulfill the prophecy. Out of Egypt, I've called myself. And when he came back, he went to Nazareth and it was also fulfilled. He shall be called a Nazarene. Jesus served his father, was committed to his father. From the Gospel of Luke, when he presented Jesus in the temple, he remained behind and his parents were looking for him. And when they found him, they says, why did you make us go through all this suffering? We didn't know where you were. He said, didn't you know? I must, I must be in my father's house. This is the angle of serving, serving God does not mean neglecting your parents. Jesus came in the context of a family. And he went back to them. I was subject to them, to their rule. He respected Joseph and his mother Mary. In short, the feast of the Holy Family, Jesus teaches us how to be children of God, how to be a family of God. The church also is a family. And Jesus in praying for this family in the Gospel of John, even said, it's not only these ones who are following me, but those who will listen to them, that they may be one. None that you have given to me have I lost. So if we follow the model of the Holy Family, no child will be lost. St. Paul, in his letter to the Colossians, says, put on God's chosen, put on as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, heartfelt compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience bearing with one another and forgiving one another. When we believe in Christ, when we allow ourselves to be led by Christ, 
we will possess all these qualities that makes a family to stick, stick together and to live in peace and harmony. If one has a grievance against another, as the Lord has forgiven you, so you must also do. And over all these, put on love. Nurture one another, as a mother does in a family. And St. Paul concludes this passage in the second reading of today, whilst be subordinate to your husband. Women need to be patient with their husband. He said, husband loves your, love your wife. Avoid any bitterness towards them. Say, children, obey your parents in everything, for this is pleasing to the Lord. Fathers, do not provoke your children so they may not become discouraged. Discipline must be applied with love and with the mind of God taught to us by Christ. As we celebrate the Feast of the Holy Family, let us pray for the church as a family to adopt perfectly the rule of the Holy Family of Jesus, Mary, and Joseph.